0: and welcome to the 58th episode of Even the Little Things podcast. So today I will be recording my first solo episode and so before I start um, I just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado let's jump into today's episode. So This is going to be my first ever solo episode, and I've never done anything like this before. Um, Hannah did hers last week, and it was, I think it was like a really fun experience. I'm excited to record today, and uh, I was thinking of things to talk about, and I realized like there's like really not much going on. Like it's senior year, and everyone's just like really focused on college apps and like making sure everything's turned in, Um, and I know it's like October, but like you know, people are applying early action or early decision or whatever. So just like trying to get essays done, which is like quite stressful actually. Um, I mean, the whole process is very stressful, and like trying to get teachers to turn in their letters of rec. Um, and just like filling out Common App. And also like one thing that I absolutely hate about this whole college process is the fact that there are so many different like websites through which you apply to college. Like for example, there's like, everyone knows Common App and then UW uses like Coalition, um, UC schools have like their own system. Um, Cal Poly has its own system. Um, Georgetown has its own system. So like you have to register for like so many different websites and sometimes it gets so hard to keep track of. Like it would just be so much easier if they all did it through Common App then like it doesn't confuse people. Um, but yeah, so just been like working every weekend on trying to get essays done, trying to fill out much of Common App as I can. Cause I really like don't wanna do everything last minute. Like I know I procrastinate a lot, but just having to do it last minute is something that I do so often and I don't want to do that because this is like huge you know like it's college so I can't really like procrastinate and then like turn in work that like I've only put like 50% into so I've been doing that um oh also our senior pictures are due November 1st so last weekend my friends and I we went to go take some senior pictures and That was like low-key kind of stressful too, like trying to get the perfect angles, trying to like find the perfect background. And I don't really like getting my picture taken. So it wasn't like the best thing. It wasn't like the most fun thing to do, but then um, I was with some friends and we got some food and it was like a pretty fun day. And then, um, oh, we also have our senior quote too that they put in the yearbook under your picture. And I am so conflicted on like What to put. Like, I absolutely don't know what to put because there's so many things I could put. Like, some things that are funny now, but like in 20 years, I'll be like, this is so stupid. Or like stuff that would be funny, I feel like 20 years from now. Or should I do something serious? Like, if you guys have ever done a senior quote or something, you guys should let me know. Or if you guys have any ideas because it's due in like 10 days and I still don't know what I'm going to say for that. So I just feel like. Even the small things like that shouldn't be stressful feel really stressful. And then also school has started to feel so much more stressful. Like all my, lot of my AP classes, they're all like very heavy, like note taking and reading. And so it's like reading 20, 30 pages and then memorizing that. And then like trying to take quizzes and tests on that and our school system has like eight classes so it's just like it's so much to like study for eight classes and to do work and to finish it all and then do common app and so um I feel like that fun period of high school is like or like senior year is just going down like socially and all it's like really fun like people and everything but like academically like the first three weeks of school was like so fun it was so easy and I was like you know what freshman through a like junior year felt so difficult just in like the second week because we were getting assigned so much um but like senior year for like a whole three weeks four weeks we like barely got assigned anything um it was pretty chill um but now it's like picking up the pace and it's just it's getting so much so I have to like stay up really late and like, that's partly my fault because I procrastinate, but no. Um, and then other than that, like I really don't have anything interesting going on in my life. So I was just going to talk about the books I've read and the TV shows I'm currently watching and do want to watch in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, if I do have a little bit of free time, it usually always goes to like reading. Or like sometimes watching tv shows because I feel like Netflix has gotten like so boring that I just like don't enjoy watching Netflix as much as I used to but um yeah I'm just gonna start talking about all the books that I've read and I'm currently reading in lit right now we're reading Catcher in the Rye and it's like a classic book obviously um written in like the 1930s or 40s I think I forget and I just like don't understand the hype around it like it's kind of boring like I just I don't like I get like the message that um the author is trying to portray and like what it says about society and all that kind of stuff but I just feel like it is so boring to read and if I'm not interested in a book then it's just it's just so boring it feels like a chore because I love reading but, like if it's not interesting or it doesn't like have anything interesting going on in it or anything like that I just I don't like it, and so we're almost finished with it. And so far, I'll give like a maybe three out of five. And I'm only reading it because obviously it's assigned for like class. But I don't, I don't know if it's like something I would recommend, unless um unless you're into um, classics and you like reading classic books um, and things like that, then I would um uh, recommend that. But um other than that. I would not recommend it if you're like not into classic stuff like that um but yeah so I thought that I would just share the books that I have read in 2020 so far um sorry in 2021 um in 2020 it's like when I just like started reading like reading again because I like stopped reading in seventh grade it was like around the time that I got my phone and I know like parents are like always blaming it oh it's your phone it's your phone but I do Kind of feel like it was my phone because ever since then I first got my phone, like my reading habits just like stopped. And then quarantine happened sophomore year, um, so I started reading a little bit. And then junior year was like spent entirely in quarantine, and um, I didn't really like start reading until like maybe March or like April of 2021. Um, that's when I, like I really started reading because junior year was like quite stressful, um. Like I love the whole like online thing where you know you could just do class from your bed. But like I feel like for me to like study and get better grades, I have to be like in person or like I don't feel motivated to do anything. And which is how I felt like entire the entirety of junior year. So uh, I'm just gonna start with what I first read was first to die, and it's from like The Women's Murder Club um, by James Patterson. And honestly it's a mystery book so it's like a detective and she's trying to solve a case and it like it wasn't bad but it wasn't like good it just felt like really long for no reason and so I didn't like enjoy it as much and then um I read I feel like lots of people will know this book The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo um I think this is the first book of this year that I read that um I gave five out of five. Like that book is just wonderfully written. And everyone needs to go read it. Like it's a book that you must read. And then I read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. And this was my very, very first Colleen Hoover book. And I gave it a four out of five because like in the end, I sort of felt bad for um like the girl main character because of like some of the stuff that happened. And I, it's like the ending was like a little iffy. Um, and also, why does Colleen Hoover like, always put pregnancies in her books, like, I, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not a big fan of the pregnancy trope at all, Like, I just do not enjoy the pregnancy trope. Um, but anyways, and then I read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, and this was, again, a five-star. Um, I absolutely love mystery books, this was um, the ending, never saw it coming. Um, it was like a quick and easy read and every uh, like page what well, something new was happening something exciting um and then like it, it was just such a fun read and if you don't know my favorite genre is like mystery so this like definitely delivered and then I read The Great Gatsby and this was not like of my own choosing. It was for um AP Lang. It was like one of the required reading books that we had to do. And so I read um, *The Great Gatsby. And again, that's like a classic book. And it and I wouldn't like I said I'm not a fan of classic books. So I gave it like a three out of five. Like I do obviously understand the message and um you know like the whole theme of it and what it's portraying by the American dream and greed and money and love and all that kind of stuff. But it's just it wasn't that enjoyable. I just didn't really enjoy it as much as I wanted to. And then I read the X-Talk, and we did a episode on this a while back, so you should check it out. But this one, again, like it was, I did not like this book. I think I gave it like a two out of five. Um, It's just like the main character, the girl main character, she just was like not it, like, I just did not like her personality, her mannerisms, um, okay. and I felt, like, really bad for the guy main character, and I honestly, like, forget a lot, but if you do want to um, hear our thoughts on it, you should check out our X-Talk episode. And then I read Love at First Sight by Carrie Aarons, and this is, like, like a love story where they, like, spend the summer in the Hamptons with, like, a bunch of friends um, and all that, and it's like this whole story, it, it wasn't like that good. It was, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. And I only read it because it showed up on like my TikTok for you page like twice, I think. And so I was like, you know what, I'll check this book out. Um, it looks interesting. It, it just, it didn't, it didn't give. And then I read my first Penelope Douglas book, Punk 57. And now this book I saw all over Book Talk. This was, I feel like, one of the most talked books in Book Talk. And I was like, okay, you know what? It's so hyped up. I have to check it out. And I learned my lesson. Like, if there is something that's like really, really hyped up lots of times, it won't live up to that expectation. Like, you just, like, I read the book and I was like, what did people? Like, why do people hype it up? Like, I don't understand what people found in that book that was so interesting, that was so good, that everyone kept recommending it over and over and over again. I thought the book was kind of like childish. It was, it was not that well written. Just, that's just my personal um, belief about that book. I know lots of people loved it. I know some people hated it. Um, but it just, it wasn't like one of my favorites at all. I think I gave it like a three out of five. It just, didn't live up to the expectation of like oh my god this book is so good you have to read it um i was really disappointed actually and then i read another Penelope douglas book well this is a series called the devil's night and there's four books in it um corrupt hideaway kill switch and nightfall and i gave every book except for the third one three stars and i gave the third book four stars um because absolutely loved Damon's book but like these other books I guess I'm not a fan of like dark romance it just like it didn't sit well and I just didn't really like it like the way that it was written and the things that they were doing uh I guess I'm more of like you know like a soft rom or like not like dark dark romance you know like the one where they do like crazy things and like I feel like a lot of people know. Like if you had like that what Pathface just has been like some really like dark romance, you know, like mafia books, that's what this gives me. That's what these these books give me. So this so far for my list that I'm reading, that's been like five Penelope Douglas books. And I've like not been a fan of any one of them. Like I don't know why, because I know people hype her up a lot, and I'm not saying that her writing is bad or anything like that. It's just I don't understand like why her books have all this hype like it's just I feel like her writing is just not for me like I feel like you guys understand like sometimes there's authors and other people will love them but for you like that writing is just not your style it's not for you and I feel like her writing is not for me like it doesn't match with what I like to read and what her books are about so um for me I would just say Penelope Douglas is uh and then um the next book I read was The Shadows Between Us this is also another book that we did a podcast episode on so you guys should check that out um it's really fun um so if you guys want to hear our thoughts on that you should check it out but this book I think I gave it like a three out of five like it wasn't bad but it wasn't like good either and I think this is like fantasy i would say i'm not exactly i forgot what genre of book this is but i'm pretty sure it's like fantasy like young adult fantasy um uh but like fantasy is not my favorite genre i just like never really enjoyed fantasy as much i would say um like i said again like i prefer i prefer mystery and stuff but like I feel like when i was younger and stuff like the harry potter books um Versi jackson like those kind of fantasy books i absolutely loved but like after middle school and like i just not really been a big fan of fantasy or like i don't think i found a fantasy fantasy book yet that i truly liked so if you guys have any recommendations for fantasy books um let me know because i would love to read some um i don't read very many fantasy books and then i read That's Not What Happened by Cody Keplinger, I think I'm pronouncing the last name right. It's kind of like, it's a young adult book and it's like revolved around like Christianity and like this whole um, school massacre that happens and the girl one of the girls that died she died wearing like a cross and so people think that she died proclaiming her faith but then like people that were actually in that school next to her like when she died like knew that wasn't true and it's it just it wasn't well written and like I didn't really understand the point of the whole book it it was just like so bad um it didn't make any sense. I felt like there was barely any character development. The whole plot, like like what was the purpose? I don't get the purpose. So the next book that I read is by this author that I, um, Unfortunately, after reading four of her books, heard that she was very problematic and I don't support problematic authors. So um, sorry to say that I did read four of her books before I found out the book talk, but um, I no longer support this author. I've heard some pretty bad things about her, but um, anyways, the first book that I read was Playing With Fire by L.J. Shen. And I gave this one like a four out of five stars because honestly, like reading the description and stuff, it. Loki gave me, like, Wattpad vibes. Like, this was something that could, um, like, I could definitely see have been written on Wattpad, but surprisingly, it was, like, really good. Like, I actually really liked it. Um, I don't know. It it was just, like, a really cute, well, not, like, cute, because it did have some, you know, like, sexy stuff, but, like, it wasn't bad. I actually quite enjoyed it, and then I read um, her All Saints High books. So Pretty Reckless, Broken Knight, and Angry God. And um, the very first one also I really enjoyed. I gave that one four stars. Um, I thought the love story was like cute and all that. Um, and it was like, you know, rich girl, poor boy. I'm Actually, I don't know if it's like, yeah, I think it's like rich girl, poor boy or something like that, something close to that. And so I've not read like many books like that before. So that was pretty good. Um, and then the second book, I gave four out of five stars. That one was also really good. And then uh, the last book, Angry God, I gave four out of five. I think, I can't pick between like the first and the third book, which one was my favorite. Cause like, I really, really liked Vaughn. And then I also really, really liked Pen, So I'm not really sure about that. And then the next book that I read was The Cousins by Karen McNamus. Karen McNamus. And she's the author that wrote um, One of Us is Lying, which is being turned into a TV series. And I have not read One of Us is Lying, but I am so, so excited to watch that TV series. But first, I'm obviously going to read the book. But I read another book by her called The Cousins, and I give that a 4 out of 5. And it was like a mystery book. And again, um, it wasn't, like, as good as, like, Good Girls Got to Murder. Like, I don't feel like the, the mystery was. But it was, like, um like the ending, I kind of saw it coming. But I also kind of didn't. But, like, the whole mystery and the, all the different characters. Because it was written through, like, multiple characters' perspectives. It's so like, each chapter would be through, like, the perspective of a different character. And um, I just thought it was so interesting. And there were, like, new things happening all the time. Things that you didn't see coming. So, I would definitely recommend that. And then um, another mystery series called Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson um, is about like this girl that gets accepted to like this really like elite academy um, somewhere in like the East Coast. And you get in based on like something that you really like. So she likes true crime. And um, I feel like I could see a lot of myself in her because I also used to be obsessed with true crime. and um, and all that, and basically, so she there like the whole academy has this like huge mystery like the owner of it, like years and years ago, I think maybe like a hundred about like a hundred years ago when this academy was like founded the uh, what do you call it? Like the person who created it, his wife and his child were kidnapped, and um, his wife was found dead. His daughter was never found, and there's this whole mystery that no one's been able to solve. Like no one knows why the wife was killed, who took the wife. No one knows where the daughter is. Um, no one knows. So it's just like it centers around her trying to like find it, but then um, I think it's like three books like the whole series is three books and then there's like a fourth book that's just a standalone and so like the whole three books is just like her trying to solve this mystery and like lots of things keep happening so I think I gave that like a four out of five stars It's pretty entertaining and I read another Penelope Douglas book and this is the last one that I've read of this year because I honestly like I was like you know what I'm just gonna give her one more shot but I just couldn't do it like I just did not understand what was so good about this book and it was birthday girl and it's about like this girl who falls in love with her ex-boyfriend's father I think and I just I did not like it like it was so weird and and I'm actually not a huge fan of like age gap books like I don't know why but I just do not enjoy age gap books like there's just something that about them that like It's not my favorite, it's not my favorite. So this book, I think I gave it like a two or like a three out of five. Like it just was not it for me. And then I read um, Kiss the Sky by Krista Ritchie and like the Calloway sisters, but I didn't realize that it was like a whole series and there's like books you're supposed to read before this. So I was like pretty confused what was happening. Most of the times I think I gave it like a three out of five, but now that I do know that there's books before this that you're supposed to read and there's an order, to it i think i'm going to read the series from the start to the end so that kiss the sky would make more sense because i think there's like an addicted series or the first book's called "Addicted" or something like that um so i'm going to read that and then i read the guest list by lucy foley and this was a murder mystery happening in like an island off of ireland i think or something like that but it's like this wedding and um again it's like told through the perspective of multiple characters and. I did not see the end coming, but when I read the end and then like I recalled what I was reading about the book, I was like, oh my god, like how did I not know? And so I think I gave that a four out of five stars. It was pretty good, um, pretty entertaining. And then I read my first Mar- Mariana Zapata book, and I she read lots to like sports romance, and I read The Wall of Winnipeg and me. And this was like a big book. Like this is I think I don't know if it's one of the biggest books i've read because the devil's night series was also pretty big but it was like a thick book and this one was like slow and i mean like extremely slow like nothing happens on the first 300 pages that's how slow this book is but i think by the end it was like pretty good like i really enjoyed the slow burn um and, like, I'm not a fan of, like, things happening in, like, the first 30 pages. But then again, like, I've never read a book that weighs like, 200, 300 pages to, like, really start getting into it. The only thing I didn't like was how the girl would like, keep describing the guy as, like, big. Like, he's huge. He's, like, considered the wall of pen because he's big and he has all these muscles and he's tall. I thought that was kind of, like, extremely repetitive. But other than that, it was pretty good. And... Um, Ooh, I read The Spanish Love Deception. I love this book. It was so good. Um, This is also kind of like slow. I would say like the first 100 pages. But once they get to like Spain, it picks up. And it is so good. It has the one-bed trope, the fake dating trope. Um, It's just, it is so good. Like I absolutely love that book. And I read it twice actually, because it was just so good. Like, I want an Aaron Blackford. Like, that man is just uh, like Catalina is so lucky. Um, so you should definitely read The Spanish Love Deception if you guys love fake dating tropes, one bed trope, traveling to a different country trope, a man who's been in love with a girl forever trope. Um, it's just it is so good. Um, and then I read my first book by Lisa Jewell, and I think she's like a pretty known like mystery writer i would say um i read then she was gone um i didn't really like this book i felt like it was very predictable i could see the end coming it wasn't like as interesting as like other mystery books i've read so i think i give this like a three out of five um and then i read my next calling your book so my second calling your book um verity this one was like a five out of five like this one was like a psychological Thriller. and like i love next like mystery i also love like the books that like mess with your mind and this book definitely messed with my mind like i read this in like two sittings i think or one maybe i think one i was two. like i just i just kept turning page after page after page because i was so invested in it but also this book also had the pregnancy trope but i feel like in this book the pregnancy trope added like it, this book wouldn't have been the book without like pregnancies I feel like so this one was fine but like I did notice like she has pregnancies in like all her in her books um and like Booktop mentioned it multiple times too but this one if you like books that will mess with your mind and that will like just like the ending also it's kind of like interpretive so like it's like whatever you think so it's not like a given ending it's like oh wait so did she do this? Did she not do this? Like, you don't know. Like, it's up to your own thinking. So definitely read that book if you do like books like that. And then I read the second book in The Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Again, five out of five stars. You need to read books by Holly Jackson. Um, and then I read The Unhoneymoon Years. This one was also, you know, like, just like the Spanish love deception, they went to Spain. This couple went to Hawaii. And I feel like it was pretty cute until the end where, like, he Loki like the the guy Loki like manipulates and like gaslights the girl in the end and I just did not like the way it ended like if you just changed the ending and like took out the last like fifty pages I think that book would have been such a good book I gave it three out of five because it was so cute was so good and then the end just I feel like ruined it like I just did not like the way the book ended and then I read um. Beach Read by Emily Henry, um, and again, such a good book. If you like romance, um, I guess a like Grumpy Sunshine. It's, I'm not sure this is a Grumpy Sunshine book, so don't take my word on it. But um, if you like romance, contemporary romance, chick lit, this book is so good. Recommend it. Um, and then I read The Hunting Vibes The Hunting Vibes um, by May Cobb. And it was, again, like a mystery book, but I gave it like a three out of five because it just like the ending or like the way that the whole thing was written wasn't my favorite. And it wasn't like, it was like so many parts of it was so boring that I was like, oh, what does this even have to do with anything? And it just, it, it was so boring. And some of the things that the main character did, I was like, why? Why did you have to do that? Like, there was no reason to do that. And then I read The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelis. Michaelis? Um, this book, again, is, I feel like, very well known. Everyone knows about it. And um, it's like a thriller mystery. Um, I gave it a four out of five stars. It was really good. Um, you should check it out. Like the ending, I did not see coming. But it's like slow at some parts, but like the ending did not see coming. And then I read The Dinner Guest by B.P. Walter. And again, that was like a four out of five star books. Again, another thriller mystery. So you guys can sense the genre here. Um, then I read The Ivies by Alexa Dunn. I think that's how you pronounce your name. So the Ivies is basically like these group of girls at this like um, prestigious school and they like all are working like their whole lives to get into Ivy League schools and then someone's like murdered. And it's, it's like this whole, again, mystery book. I just, the ending was not satisfactory. Like I feel like for a lot of these books that the ending is not satisfactory. It kind of like rewards the whole book for me. And it's just, I didn't really like the way. ended or like who was like behind the murder I guess um it just it didn't really make sense to me so uh, that one I gave a three stars I read another Colleen Hoover book November 9 this one I give it three out of five stars because I just did not like the whole like meeting once a year and some of the things that happened in the book it just wasn't my favorite I don't really enjoy that and then i read the sweetest oblivion this is a mafia book giving me very much about pad um and i see a lot of hype around this but again like i just didn't understand like i give it a three out of five because i just i don't really understand these types of books I, I guess like dark romance and stuff i don't know if you would call this dark romance but it's just it's not for me it's not something that i enjoy um i read fool me twice by carrie aarons i saw this book so many times on TikTok um so I was like I have to give it a try some people are recommending it again very much about Pat she like wants to get with her dead best friend's ex-boyfriend like I, I don't understand it, it wasn't good I would not recommend this book and then I read Ace of Spades by Farida and I don't want to pronounce her last name because I don't want to butcher it but this one again another like five out of five book they're at this site like, again, like this really rich school and there's this anonymous texter, ACES, who's bringing like these two students' dark secrets to light and um, like someone is out to get them. And it talks about like a lot of topics like um, race and um, sexuality and uh, discrimination and all these kinds of things. And I just thought it was such a good book. Like I just read it and I was like, wow, It's like mystery, thriller, um, contemporary, and it was absolutely amazing. So if you ever want to read a mystery book that also like dwells into, uh, you know, POC lives, racial discrimination, um, LGBT, like I would definitely 100% recommend this book. And then I read two books by Catherine St. John, The Lion's Den and The Siren. And again, both of them are, um, I'd say like mystery-ish, like thriller and mystery books, like someone, some stuff happens. Like The Lion's Den, they're on like this dream vacation and um, there's like secrets being revealed and stuff happening. Same thing with The Siren. Um, they're filming a movie and um, they're filming this movie and like this in this Caribbean island, and then um, people like find themselves trapped and there's scandals and lies and secrets coming to light. So I love those kinds of books, so I give them a four out of five. And then I read The Love Hypothesis, and this book is another five out of five stars. I absolutely Adore this book. Now, this one doesn't have like a one-bedroom trope, but it does have like a shared hotel trope. Um, it has like the. Um, it's also like academia, so you know they're both. Um, one of them's a professor, one of them's a PhD student, I think. Um, and it's like grumpy sunshine, I would say again. And it's just such a cute and adorable book. Like I absolutely love loved it and I cannot wait to read more books by her because I think she's coming out with like two more books like so if you want to read a romance read this The Love Hypothesis was so good and I read It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey and this one again has like a lot of hype around it and I didn't understand like I gave it a three out of five because I just I didn't like the way a lot of it was written and like how the main character changes a lot. And I feel like some of it was for the guy. And I don't like that. Like she like comes from like a rich lifestyle. Her parents are rich. And she's not like spoiled or bratty or anything like that. But like the guy, I feel like the guy she's with makes her feel like that. So I feel like she has to change for him. And I just didn't really enjoy it. And I heard like not very many good things about like other Tessa books. Maybe I'll give one of her other books a try, but this one is just like not it. And then I read The Legacy by L. Kennedy, which is the fifth book in the Off Campus series. And I forgot to mention that I read all the Um Off Campus and Briar U books this year in 2021. Um, all eight of them, except I read it when I got before I got Goodreads so therefore it's not part of my 45 books that I've read so far this year I've actually read more than 45 I just didn't include it right now because um I'm just going off my Goodreads list and I read those books before I got Goodreads but I gave like most of those books fours I think the first one will forever be my favorite like Hannah and Garrett are absolutely my favorite and I feel like no couple beats them but like all the other couples are good too um but the legacy i gave it like a two out of five because i was waiting for this book for so long and i feel like she just ruined these characters she changed their entire personalities um like she made the characters go through things for no reason um and like it, it was just so bad it like totally ruined the book so if you have read or are reading off campus and I would not recommend reading the fifth book the off-campus legacy like it just ruined all the characters that I love so much and then I read Daisy Jones in the sixth and I give this a four out of five this is my second Taylor Jenkins read books and I just have to say she is an amazing author like her books are just wow and I cannot wait to read more I think I want to read Malibu Rising next but they uh Taylor Jenkins read. you have to check out her book. She is an incredibly talented writer. And then the last book that I read was the second book in the Truly Devious series. Again, a four out of five. It's just a continuation of the mystery that I talked about before. And then, um, yeah. And then some of the books that I'm currently reading. Um, like I said, Catcher in the Rye. I'm reading the third book in the Truly Devious series. And I started People We Meet on Vacation. Now I have like a problem with starting so many books because my mood changes like every day and so I'm like you know what I feel like reading this type of book today I feel like reading that type of book tomorrow and then like I just don't end up finishing them because right now I have been reading the song of Achilles for like a year like it was so interesting and I read like 50 percent of it like half the book and then after that I just could not bring myself to read it so now it's just sitting in my currently reading and I haven't touched it in a year so I do have a sort of problem with that that um yeah, those are all the books I've read, forty-five of them. If you guys have any suggestions, please like let um, Hannah and I know because Hannah also loves to read. Um, and I'm hoping after I'm done with my college stuff, um, I can relax and read. But I feel like that will be until like the end of this year because after the end of this year, beginning of next year, I can relax because most of my college submissions are done. Um, you know, and then I just get to like relax a little bit and chill. So. And then another thing that I was gonna talk about was TV shows that I've been watching. Netflix for some reason has been like really hard to get into. I just, like, I don't know. I used to binge watch Netflix so much and now it, it's so boring. Like I don't even know what to watch on here. So I'm just gonna talk about some of the shows that I was continuing watching. I started this new show called The like, Bloodline. This is like family in the Keys I think I think they live in the Keys but they live in like Florida or something and they have like have these luxury like um villas and stuff and it's this family of like five siblings and all of them have like secrets and this reunion like started like revealing all these secrets like it got it was interesting but also pretty boring at some parts so like um I've just been watching that because I don't have like I feel like I don't have anything to watch but I feel like there's so many things I could watch and I started on my block the fourth season um the acting in the sixth season and some of the things that are happening are just like not it like the first season I feel like will always be superior and then so many sad things are happening in season four and then um I have yet to finish sex education like for some reason I just cannot bring myself to finish shows like I don't But I'm halfway done with the third season of Sex Education. It is so good. If you guys have not watched Sex Education, watch it. And then season four of You just came out recently. And so, or no, not season four, sorry. Season three of You just came out recently. And I heard that this season was good. So after I finish like these TV shows that I have half left, I will continue finishing uh, season three of You because that show is just so good. Um, So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't really have anything else. I'm just excited um, for next week. It's Halloween, have some plans, do some fun things. Um, But yeah, other than that, my life is pretty much boring. There's like nothing interesting happening. Um, It's like raining and cold outside. So it's not like, you know, you can really do much outside. I'm not like a really big fan of this cold weather. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed um it was very fun doing my first whole episode um i think maybe hannah and i will do this in the future but um yeah make sure to follow our instagram at even little things podcast and um, our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice mistakes confessionals and giving you peace of mind and all things affecting teens today because it's not just you and what even little things it's us too hope you'll join us next time bye <laughs>